Maybe at work? In the car? Wherever you are. Time for Geocache Talk. Whether you are at work, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching. If you are watching live on YouTube, you can be part of the adventure tonight in the chat room and participate with others as they watch the show. If you are listening later, please give it a like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so that you can get all of the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. All right, big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music and our featured patrons, Hide Go Seek, Texas History Lady, Zipper Tiff, TWH Rider, Toe Headed Mule, Team Steiny, Arnott Family, R Cap Brain, S Siler, Terra Viators, Coon and Bud, and our new patrons. And where did they go? I had them on here. Well, hang on, I'll tell you who they are. Uh, yes, this is, this is a new segment. <laughs> I had them in the notes. What happened? They're gone. That's okay. I can tell you who they are. They are Ann, Poe Ann, Ann Poe. I think she goes by Ann Poe. Uh, and three happy campers. We've so, heard of them. We've yes. We've even talked to them once or twice. We have. If you'd like to become a patron, and let me butcher your name and everything. Uh, on 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 national international TV or whatever we call this, head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons can get the now famous blackout coin. There we go. Cool. All right. Um, other geocaching items during the year, well as bonus content and invites to special events, which I'm going to mention a special event here in a moment. Only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as bison tube level, which is $3 a month. Let me welcome my co-host, Jesse. Good evening. I'm glad to be back. And not that I don't want to talk to Kitty for all night, but I'm also kind of glad we're only doing an hour tonight. So an oh, uh, hour and a half or whatever it is, but it's not eight hours. I was told we were going to do eight straight hours. No? No, I thought yeah. it was our norm. I'll be right back. <laughs> Yeah, we're just doing an we're just doing our normal hour show. Um, who's our sponsor for this show? Uh, you gonna make me guess? Or you gonna? Okay, I'm just kidding. Now, Cassie, we're 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 Cassie tonight, and I actually have a funny story which kind of tells about how old I am or how yep. much I am. But yep, I'm in school, so I've had to back off on other things lately. So I don't always stay up to speed with all the social media. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know if it's a good idea or not, but I've been fascinated with Reddit lately, which I used to get on Reddit a lot and look at right, some, right. But you know, you got to have a brain break between writing papers, right? So sure, I was on Reddit the other day, and uh, you know, I try to just look and on the geocaching one. Every once in a while, if I can offer a helpful tip, I'll I'll jump in there and do it real quick. You know, mm-hmm. I get into something big. Well, somebody posted one. That said, it's 2019. Why should I get Cashly over the geo, the regular geocaching app? <laughs> I was like, oh man, 
to make me log in. Yeah. And I'm kind of passionate about Cashly, right? You know, right. Um, they might have might as well have said, you know, you can only use a GPS or something. Uh, that would be the only thing I'd write a longer comment on. But uh, so I was composing this big, which I don't even think that's what Reddit is supposed to be. So I'm, I'm ignorant. I don't know. I'm composing this big. Here's the 50 points why you should use Cashly over something else. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I got on. I come back to it. And uh, and I didn't have to because like 50 people go, really? <laughs> They're like, really? Because um, Cashly has everything. They're like, if you want to use, you know, the, the basic geocaching app is great. You know, if you're brand new, you're starting out, you're doing all this other stuff or they're like, it's great. But for like five bucks, you can get Cashly and it has all these. And they just started listing, blam, blam, blam. Right. But like, I don't even need to comment now. So I should have just screen captured all that. And then I can use that tonight for her. Use that. Yeah, here's why. Blam. But uh, no, $5 for Cashly. Come on. That's it's a one time thing. They got so many, you know, there's Cashly's definitely the best app yeah. for iOS out there. And we've had yeah. this discussion a million times, but I thought it was just funny that everybody jumped on there. It was like, here's the dude. Look. <laughs> and they're like, um, yes, it's 2019, but you should already know this by now. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit about Cashly 9 and Cash Tour and a lot of different things, but. Let's go ahead and jump right into show 178 for, uh, as we welcome, God, my notes are all kind of goofy tonight. As we welcome Kitty Catch, welcome to the Geocache Talk Show. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Thanks, Kitty. Uh, We've got a lot of cool things. Um, And Kitty, you've already got some fans. Let me go back and find a note here. Is my husband on there? (laughs) Uh, I don't know if you know that, that person. Maybe. Oh, I know Julie. She's my caching buddy. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for being there. Um, also pipes down under says hello kitty catch from a fellow down under casher. So, I think you got quite a few Aussie, uh, watchers and you know, listeners to the show. So yeah, that's awesome. yeah, no, that's awesome. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, yeah. And we've got, we got some Finn. Got the mad fins here tonight, and we've got um, Norway is in the house. Let me find where's there we go, Carl. There we go. It's never too early to start planning caching trips. So good. Cool. Yeah, he if he he's going to help us tonight, Kitty. If you and I or Jesse don't know a cash tour question, we're going to go to him. But I think he we, is the expert. That's for sure. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, so very cool. Oh, so apparently couldn't bud, uh, met you. Uh, he also says it couldn't miss the show. Oh, he followed your entire trip. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good deal. All right. Well, um, yes, when we, I, I, um, I also kind of followed along a little bit and then, uh, but when I heard, the extent of it. I didn't realize how extensive your trip was. I was like, Oh, we got to get Kitty on to talk about this trip because I mean, is this, you were gone, you were there. Of course, now you did work too, right? I did do some work meetings and I had to go down to Bulgaria for a conference. Okay. But I still had a lot of time to hit the trails and do a lot of caching. It's awesome. But 11 weeks across Europe was, um, we just had a blast. Yeah. I, I saw that. And I go, is that right? She did 11 weeks across Europe, 17 countries and over 400 finds in those countries. So that, 
ad is incredible. Uh, and you now, and then during that trip, is that you had in the notes there about you hit your seventh, seventh year geocaching during that trip? Seventh year geo anniversary. I wanted to get to 7,000 earlier this year for that. Just, you know, a thousand a year sounded good, but I hit 8,000 because I went a little crazy. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Sounds like Jesse. Yeah, it happens, you know. It happens, yeah. Sometimes you go crazy and you have to just knock a few extra out. If, if you pass a milestone, you might as well get to the next one. That's yeah. how it works. Yeah. Caching yeah. every day it made, it, made it a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we are going to mention a couple of news things. Speaking of, uh, speaking of milestones, let me put us a banner up because this is kind of cool. Well, and while you're putting that banner together, there's a uh, – there's actually a lot of stuff in the news right now. We're not going to get to all of it because a lot of people have heard of it, but we didn't really get to the news that much last week because obviously we had something else going on, but yeah. there's a bunch of souvenirs. Um, oh yeah. End of the year, first of the year souvenirs are the three, two, one souvenir program coming up, which is about to start in a couple of days. Cool. Um, and you know, it's the end of the year. So everybody is mm-hmm. time to set your goals for next year. And there's a lot of stuff coming up in 2020. So, uh, they, uh, they just released more lab caches, which mm-hmm. somebody got one of those. We don't have to. Mm, that I one. wonder who that was. It wasn't um, me. Yeah. <laughs> um, they also, if everybody hasn't gotten the email yet or hasn't responded to the email, um, they just sent out the events for the, mm-hmm. the community yeah. events for next year. So you have to sign up to be in the pool to get one. Yep. I think they're giving away 20,200 or something like that, 20,020 or something like that. Yeah. I think they're going to wait. 2020 every month for 10 months. I think that's the way it goes. Yeah. Some, some insane amount. I don't know what they're giving away, but yeah. million, something like that, but you have to sign up to be selected to do it. So they yeah. don't want to just hand them out and, you know, to everybody, it's not an open cash type, mm-hmm. but if you got that email. You, you have to like January 3rd or something like that. I don't know. Some, yes. some long time from now to, to sign up for it, but you know how it goes. I'd sign up quick if you're going to get one. Absolutely. And qualification yeah. for that was pretty easy too. Oh, was it good? You already signed up. Cool. Two caches in the last something years or something, and oh, attended wow. some events. That yeah. was all. I think they're just trying to uh, block against like uh, sock puppet accounts and mm-hmm. you know the zombie accounts that are no longer out there. But the yeah. nobody right. ever deactivates their account when they quit; they just quit, right? So right, exactly. But um, also tonight, we're going to see how the experiment goes. But we're on Twitch. Yes, we are. We are live on live to the world on Twitch, which we don't know how that's going to go yet. But um, it was uh, Streamyard who we do this service through. Mm-hmm. Thanks, to patrons. Um, yes, added that service, so we're going to try it and see if we can reach some more geocachers out there. There are some geocachers that are on Twitch. Mm-hmm. So once again, that's thanks to the patrons because that's Streamyard. That's the service we bring this through. So thank you again to the patrons. And then, uh, are you ready with your banner? I do. All right. We have a we have a updated leader updated not leaderboard updated total from podcast to hope seven thousand nine hundred and fifteen dollars. Yeah, that's wow. Great. Our goal was five thousand. We almost made it to eight thousand. That's incredible. Eight thousand. Not even not even six. Though we shot for five and got six. No, no. Mm-hmm. Shot for five and got eight. So, and I thought you were crazy going for five. I know you. I remember that. Remember we before this before we started. You're like, whoa, 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 hang on now. Tap the brake, Gary. We might not do. Might, let's do four. I was like, no, no, let's go for five. Go for five. But you know what? Geocachers are generous. They they surprise us every year. So 
Go ahead, Kitty. What do you say? That's a great effort put on by everybody that was involved. I think. Yeah. Yeah. We um, and I like the fact that we had uh, both celebrities. We mm-hmm. had international. You know, we had Daniel Close in England. We had the Curious Kiwis in New Zealand. So that was kind of nice. We had Canadians, Cash Canada, and of course Jeff May. So we had kind of a nice mix, you know. Some, and then, like I said, we had micro. I mean, how, how, you know, when you have something like this with a guy on, you know, it's hard to, hard to go wrong with that. Well, I mean, he's a celebrity, and he's named after a cash size. So yeah, yeah, micro. You can't go wrong with that, right? <laughs> we were going to bring that up, but we didn't get a chance to. But. Uh, <laughs> And then Jim O'Hare jumped on, which was awesome. Jim O'Hare of Parks and Rec and currently Bless This Mess on, on ABC here in the States. So mm-hmm. wonderful guy. It was so nice of him to stop along the side of the road and, and join the show. So, well, And you know what? The, the show just keeps getting more views, which is great on yeah. YouTube because that means more people are getting the message and the link's still active. So they can yeah. still give money to St. Jude. So that's, I mean, the show's, it's over, obviously, the eight hours are over, and you're still, the audio's coming out, or you, you got all out now, didn't you? I have, all, all eight hours are up mm-hmm. on iTunes, and. Uh, but everybody that gets on there and is entertained or whatever enough by it, hopefully, will still throw a couple dollars towards St. Jude, so that may still keep going up, so. Yeah, the, the link, in case you're wondering, if you're listening, it's events.stjude.org forward slash 2019 podcast to hope, all one word, no spaces. So events.stjude.org forward slash 2019. What was Tom up till the very end? He said work, Monday work was hard. <laughs> yes. I can. Yeah. We had a lot of people that stayed on all the way through and were up late depending on where they are. Yes. Same thing for me. I was, I was dragging Monday morning. It was because I have that, uh, that early event Monday morning before I go to work too, a coffee. Event. Oh yeah. Hard. I, getting I came early that next day. It's worth it obviously, but it, it came early. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so thanks to everybody. That was wonderful. Um, another quick uh, thing, and we're gonna we gotta get into the notes or gotta get into talking to Kitty because we got a lot to cover tonight. But mm-hmm. um, a couple things I want to mention. One is that um, I, I we mentioned this, I think, but I I, don't, I feel like we didn't give it at least a couple minutes or not a couple minutes, but at least a minute to discuss. Which is, uh, and actually, we just got the the official word last week, which is that um, the GPS maze, as far as in the U.S., has only been in the U.S. once in the last five years. That was last year at Geo Woodstock in Fort Worth. That the GPS maze is back, uh, and it'll be in Colby, Kansas, mm-hmm. or Mingo Madness. I'm wearing the shirt tonight. Mingo Madness. There you go. Shirt is what I'm wearing tonight. And um, got official word. Geocaching.com has, has granted uh everything for that uh the pin for that will be placed uh in ming uh in not mingo in colby very soon and mm-hmm. planning for that has already been um started and we've already got a location it's a nice location um we uh were able to, uh, ryan and i got to tour it with uh um Juan and his wife, and so that was that was very nice. Part of the committee was able to get to get in there and take a look at it, and uh, definitely suits uh, what we need. Um, so yes, 
Is it uh, uh, Julie? So is she Julie? She goes Julie. 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 <laughs> Julie. I like it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, Kitty, you're gonna you're gonna you're making all the way out to the is is what you joked about. What was the joke you told about? Somebody asked you. I've been to Mingo before, and my brother lives in Denver, and he's and I said I'm coming back. I'm going back to Mingo, and he said you're coming all this way to go back to that Kansas wheat field. <laughs> I said uh, there's a lot more there than just a Kansas wheat field, Mark. There you go. Absolutely. The maze will be there because I haven't got that icon. Yeah, uh, there's going to be a lot there. The maze. I, I know that icon hunters are going to be happy. Yes. And there's yeah. going to be tons of caches and all, all there's going to be all kinds of stuff and some stuff that we still haven't announced yet. Right. That we know nope. until we're told to. No, not until we're told to by by the grand poobah, which is Ryan, who's in the chat room. we got to say something for the first of the year, right? Absolutely. So. All right. Let's get into the trip. What? Hold on. You still there's so much news. You forgot one already. I forget one. What else do you want to mention? Uh, are you mentioning the, are you oh, going to party? The, yeah. yeah. There you go. Go ahead and talk about paper party real fast. And then we'll get going. So that information will come out soon for the patrons and we'll move on for everybody else that's listening. But for the patrons, mm -hmm. we're going to get together and do a kind of an end of the year party. Uh, mm -hmm. All that is sent to your, to your email. So you'll yep. have it soon. We'll have some fun. We'll talk about, you get the, the scoop on what's going to happen next year uh, ahead of everybody else. And we'll announce after that. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, for, for I, I don't want to say what we're going to do because that's the patrons get to find out. So exactly, that's be informal. We'll we'll do that. All that information is coming out, so we should have a lot of fun with that. Yeah, what are we going to say, Kitty? That's five a.m. Sunday morning for me. I'm sorry, I know. <laughs> I, I've got the calendar, so we'll see. <laughs> I've, I've gotten more people who've said I can't make it. It's like, well, we had to pick a time. We can't, you know. Yeah. She's, Kitty's going to show up in her pajamas. There you go. <laughs> Bleary-eyed with a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, th that is, it is tough, but. Oh, no. Yeah. So, uh, oh, Cash Cannons. Oh, it's only an 18-hour drive for them. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, there, we'd love to have you guys, if you can make it to Mingo. It's going to be great. It's going to be great fun. So, all right. Now let's get into it. That's that's all that. Let's get into this. So, when you uh, when you realized that you had these trips that or this trip you were going to need to take for yeah. for work, you then did you then decide okay, um, talk to the hubby and you made this decision that like you know you collaborated and said we could maybe make this a bigger trip. Is that what the kind of the first thought was? No, we've we've been saving up for years. So next year we've been together forty years, my husband oh, wow. and I. Since we were, uh, yeah. since we were babies, yeah. <laughs> and um, we, uh, when they suggested that I go for work, that I said that uh, I could ex put the two together and make it a work trip and add our holiday in as well. So, yeah, just extended it and included the work trip. And then I saw uh, on one of the podcasts. Mm -hmm. Um, about uh, the land sharks and their cruises. Oh, yeah. And so I had a quick look at that, and I thought, well, I could add that in at the end, and so that extended it a little bit more. Cool. So, yeah, we ended up with this 11-week uh, trip across Europe with a bit of work and finishing with a Mediterranean cruise with the, the land sharks, which was fabulous. 
Yeah, that that is awesome. Yeah, they uh, they're part of the Geo Woodstock this year uh, planning committee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we had them on. Actually, we've we they were on early on one of our on Geocache Talk. Uh, yeah, that would even be this one. I'm not sure. Yeah, or um, uh, we, uh, but they're great. Um, they uh, have some great trips. In case people are interested. Uh, they're geocachers. Obviously, they're they're part of the planning committee for Geo Woodstock next year in Canada, and um, so uh, let's let's come back, Kitty, to that because I, I got some questions for you about that trip. Yeah, that's a whole show in and of itself, right there. That's, a whole, that's, a, that's almost that's almost a that's for another show, but it's not going to be for another show because we're we're going to talk about it tonight. Yeah. But um, yeah, let's talk about med- the Mediterranean trip too, because that I'm fascinated. That that sounds tremendous. But um, with w- w- I want to intersperse in there, Kitty, some discussion about what you used for planning, and you put in the notes uh, Cash Tour, mm-hmm. Project GC, and GSAC. Um, yeah. Kind of go over if you would a little bit uh, without getting into the details yet. But how did you? sort of work what was the plan as far as i think most people know about cash tour and we've got some shows that we've done about it but um how did you how did you work your your magic on with those three uh apps well with um using cash tour i um 11 weeks is a long time Mm -hmm. i basically split the uh trip into weekly trips uh, made a trip for each one. Cool. But uh, made sub trips for days or uh, caching that I, um, where I knew I was going to be busy or had a, a a lot of caches to grab. For mm-hmm. example, the um, the geo tour day or um, some of the days just when I had a lot on and maybe had to, so I could um, plan a day where I have the hotel as a waypoint. We're going to go to this uh, tourist attraction. I know there's a bunch of caches around that. So I'd put in the hotel, the tourist attraction, see what uh, cool caches I could get around that. And it really was, it's a great visual way that you can uh, see to help you plan your trip. Yeah, no, I love that. Uh, Jesse and I are, of course, big Project GC fans mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. I mean, we, we use that a lot. Um, and of course I've been, I was able to sort of combine using project GC with cash tour for all the, for all the, the Texas caches, um, GSAC though, I'm, uh, I, I think both Jesse and I are kind of at a loss that I know a lot of people use it. I know Scott, Scott's a big fan. I know Tom is another huge fan of it. Um, what is it about GSAC? Do you think that piques your interest or actually, is a tool that you pref- that you like, or what are your yeah. thoughts on it? Well, for years I've been was a uh, a GPS user. I didn't use my phone until probably oh, okay. a year or eighteen months ago. So mm-hmm. to get all those waypoints on your GPS. GSAC is a really good uh, tool for that, and you just get used to using it. I think uh, I can um, do a um, a list on geocaching, put it into GSAC, and I can use it, the, the database features of it to um, filter for caches in some ways that Project GC won't. Oh, okay, cool. Um, you know, sorting DTs very quickly and easily. Oh, cool. Or um, you put in your, 
it's just a different way of um, doing some of the stuff that I suppose Project GC does. And for some, like Rome, I put um, the city of Rome in. Right. And, um, it just moves a bit faster than Project GC because it's not all live data anymore. Oh, and that, okay. Yeah. And so uh, I was after some particular DTs. Mm -hmm. uh, I've done my Jasmine, but I had a few left to get for my Fizzy Challenge. So uh, I just wanted to make sure in a couple of couple of the big cities that if there was anything there, um, I used GSAC. And you can export from GSAC to uh, mm. as well. Right. And so that was uh, a way that I did the cruise. They gave me pocket queries for the yeah. cruise ports. So I put those into GSAC, had a look at them, and then exported them into Cache Tour. Oh, that's awesome. And had a, a different way to... You can filter before you put in all sorts of things. So right, what a great tool still. It's a pity that the uh, Aussie guy over in Western Australia has not been well, but it still seems to be being well supported. Yeah, Zach yeah, fans out there still, I think. Oh yeah. This trip, did you still use a GPS, or did you take all those and use your smartphone? No, I I took my GPSs to the US last year. I didn't get them out of the bag. This year, I didn't even take them. I, I used my iPhone the whole way with Cachely. That's right. So, so much easier, you know, so much live data and all the features you can use with Cachely. You can't do that with um, static data on a GPS. No, you're right. Holland's yeah. uh, guy says, uh, I had the pleasure of meeting and caching with Kitty Catch on the Lang Sharks. Hey, Alan, nice to hear from you. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we'll get in. Um, well, let's, this is a good time. Let's, let's, let's divert over and talk a little bit about, cause I know people tend to, this is a question that always seems to come up, uh, which is, um, data in other, you know, in, in this case, you're in multiple countries. Yeah. Um, you know, and I know that, uh, I know, uh, our mad Finn, uh, uh, Yossi would probably uh, be able to kind of give people also good tips but since you just did it recently uh and i know you you got some notes on it but what um what are some things that you would tell people about for the planning and i noticed you've got a note here about um sim card um yeah. tell people a little bit about the i guess the data portion of your plan yeah. well i i get peculiar if i don't have um, access to <laughs> to Wi-Fi and data. So we bought, we pre-purchased uh, SIM cards. Uh, we did it through a, a site called Sim Corner, but okay. I believe we can get them through Amazon as well. Okay. Um, and Sim Corner for Australian $39, which I think is probably about $25 US for you guys. Okay. Uh, 30 days of data with uh, options to make local calls uh, and text messages. 12 gig. Right. And uh, I didn't use, I didn't get through 12 gig. I tried a few times. But, uh, <laughs> um, I didn't get through 12 gig in 30 days. So wow. since I was going for 75 days or something, I bought three of them. Okay. It's, it's a shame I had to put in a new SIM card every 25 days or so and get a new phone number and things. Oh. Uh, that didn't really cause a problem. I just made sure my kids and my family knew of the, the new number. Mm -hmm. Changed my phone number on booking.com where I made my hotel bookings. Oh, that's and, um, it, it was okay. But cool. yeah, 
And, I'm, you know, it just made it so much easier. On the ship, I pre-purchased the, um, the ship data. Okay. So I think that cost me like $130 for the two weeks, which, you know, might be uh, – some people might think excessive, but uh, I thought it was great to have data on the ship while we're cruising overnight. You know, I could access my uh, – I could put things onto Cachely. I could access jigsy.com, everything. Right. So, yeah. That works. Worth it. Yeah, that's – that's pretty good. I never thought about, I mean, that's, that's a pretty good plan for the data portion of it. Like you said, now can, if you've got a leftover, can you, how long is that good for? Or is it? Well, that lasted for 30 days. So okay. um, yeah, we probably, used, we probably had like six, six gigabyte left at the end of the 30 days each time. And mm-hmm. my husband was trying to stream things and <laughs> right. Use but, it up. Yeah. Um, uh, that they did have smaller packages, which I might look at next time. Every time uh, I look at this, they have sort of something slightly different. Sure. Um, but that gave us all across uh, Europe. And even when we went into the UK, we crossed the channel over to the UK. It worked. Cool. And every time we crossed into a new country, you would get a, a text message saying, oh, I've connected you. And it happened quickly. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any problems with data at all. So over here, it, there's Wi-Fi just about everywhere nowadays. Is it was it like that? Did you find a lot of Wi-Fi on the trip as you were moving around, or not, not as much as I found in the U.S. last year? Mm-hmm. Um, and and sometimes, I mean, they say that there's there's a service there, but it's not always reliable. And I I'm a little bit worried about security at times. I'm also running a business while I'm on the move. I've got mm-hmm. a you know a, a business I have to run and bank details and all sorts of things going. So I wanted something that was a little more secure as well. Yeah, but I do the same thing when I'm in the US. I go through Sim Corner and I, but with them, I, I can buy the one and I can I'd choose um, how long or what the, the plan for. Yeah. A little bit more flexible with uh, not having to swap in and out Sim cards. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Kitty, uh, Tom is asking, old electric water boy is asking, not knowing Jack about phones and he's an iPhone guy. How do you change anything on an iPhone for out of country? Well, I just made sure uh, I had um, roaming turned on. Okay. You just switch the SIM cards in and out. Sometimes you have to you have to turn them off and on, of course. Turn them off, SIM card in, turn it back on, and uh, search network settings, I think it was. Okay. Okay, it, it was pretty if I can do it, people can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess if somebody's going on that trip, they could probably go to their phone carrier like AT&T or whoever it is mm-hmm. and get packages and everything else and, and sign up for – I'm sure they can instruct them on all the roaming features of, the, of your phone. Yes, that's right. Australia is a little bit different. We're a bit outside the circle for a lot of things, I think. So I just left – my I took my SIM, Australian SIM card out, put it in the bag, and uh, hoped that nobody was calling me. <laughs> that's true. All right. Very cool. Um, okay. So one of the things um, as we kind of start to talk about the, the, the actual information about the trip and some different tour things that you did, um, I guess give everybody a quick overview of uh, county or county country wise. Uh, where did you start and then kind of where kind of give people sort of a tour and in, in uh audio tour, I guess, and tell people like 
where you started and then where you ended up. Okay. Then, yeah. Well, I had to um, I had to go to Italy for work at first, which is the University of Brescia. Mm -hmm. uh, a great place to start the the uh, our first European experience because it's a smaller place. Mm -hmm. uh, I can imagine if I'd been dumped into Rome and trying to deal with so many people. Uh, so we had a week in Brescia. Then uh, I had to go down to Bulgaria for uh, a week's conference. Cool. We did that, and Bulgaria is not a place a lot of people go. Uh, it's not a big tourist uh, place, but I'll tell you, it's got so much history. You walk around uh, that city of Sofia, there's uh, Roman ruins everywhere. The caching was good. Wow. Uh, lots of virtual earth caches, good weragos that, um, you know, did, did all the right things you want weragos to do. Uh, Where? Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. There's weragos outside of Jesse's area? Well, they worked and they put you in a loop and took you back to the start and uh, awesome. not ambiguous, all those, you know. That sounds about like a where I go. <laughs> yeah. Then we went up to Prague for my birthday, which was nice. Oh, great. That's awesome. Uh, wonderful caching there. Oh, yeah. Uh, the caches were a bit bit odd, I mean, but uh, I couldn't work those out, but everything else went really well in Prague. Uh, then up to Germany for more work meetings before heading over to uh, Hanover for the caching. Oh, wow. Hanover. <laughs> Seriously? Wow. That's. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty good. Some, uh, <laughs> Daniel that, Flieger ones. Yeah. That's like a, yeah. Daniel Fliegers. I mean, that's, 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 and I've had people argue with me about it, but I, I Hanover is at least one of, the geocaching meccas of the world. I mean, it 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 is a yeah, geocaching capital. That now, yeah. There's no question. I mean, yeah. I'd like to go back. I didn't get through the geo tours. We only had a couple of days there. I was hard pressed getting through all the virtuals. Mm -hmm. I did one of his crazy. Uh, I did the one where the mannequin lifts a shirt and yeah, oh good, you got and, uh, But then I wanted to get down and get the webcams between uh, Hanover and Würzburg. Oh, so cool. spent a day driving south after a couple of days. That Hanover is a beautiful city too. Oh, it does, yeah, it looks great. Then you down know, to Würzburg and picking up the webcams along the way. I think I'm up to 20 webcams now, which I think wow. I picked up at least 10 or 12 webcams, now, which is how, great. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say real quick, how many um, – I wonder how many webcams are still alive in Europe and in, in how many do you, how many do you remember? Did you find this trip? Do you think webcam wise? Webcam. Well, the most mostly they were um, between Hanover and Würzburg. I'm just okay. Did any others? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So you got a couple. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, so place for webcams, I think. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I get back up a second, you know, Prague is. I think there's been a giga there before. So I mean, now. Did you say that the caches in Prague, some of them were, was it, was it a language problem? Do you think that you couldn't figure something out or what was it that the you. Lab, the labs there, they were, there was three labs and they were going to the same place. Like oh. the it's very similar, okay. but they were asking location based questions. They seem to be asking questions you could get from Google. Oh, I don't know if it was me or what was happening, but I was looking for things and it had nothing to do with the location. So oh. in the end, I just went back to the virtuals. At this <laughs> but, but they were adventure lab. So you had to. 
you have to use the you have to use the app and all that. So you had to be there. Like yes, that's right. You had to be there still, but I don't see the point in having a Google question. You know, sure. I, it was a bit a bit di quite different from any of the other labs I've ever done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so outside of Prague, about an hour out of Prague, they have the Geocaching Museum. Oh wow! And uh, we we took a drive uh, an hour's drive north and then mm -hmm. back again. That was fabulous. In, in oh. Called Terrors, and they have the partnership icon there. Oh, I don't know that I know much about the geocaching museum. Yeah, what? Uh, 20 labs there that were really quite challenging. I had my husband in the car saying he was going to leave me behind if I didn't get in the car, and I said, I will find this. Give <laughs> me <laughs> another five minutes. And uh, I got there in the end, I got the 20, but really worth going. At, yeah, about an hour northwest of, of Prague. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And affiliated with geocaching.com and mm -hmm. yeah, they've got all the approvals and everything. And when you say the partnership icon, are you talking about the. That's the one with the two hands. Yeah. yeah it's only oh. available in a few places. So that's the. You're talking about the attribute. Attribute. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. 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 Those are pretty rare. Um, yeah. I know. I think Electric Waterboy, that's the only one he's. I think he mentioned that that's one of the few. That he has left. That's also uh, Jesse for another show. We need to talk about attributes again. Oh yeah, yeah. we haven't talked uh, about that in a while. We haven't. Um, somebody, somebody came up with uh, uh, an attribute for golf cart or something. Did you see that? It was on voice Facebook. And I thought, <laughs> well, then what, if you're going to do golf carts, you could do basically any <laughs> any yeah. imagined. You could you could add a hundred attributes of, you know. Motor, yeah. uh, I guess there's motorcycle already. Anyway, well, I'm, I'm gonna go, I wanna go off track. Oh, anyway, so uh, let, let's get back on track. So, so from Rosberg down to Austria, yeah, oh wow, and then took the Alps, the Austrian Alps across oh. Switzerland to Liechtenstein, oh yeah, down to through Switzerland to Geneva. Oh wow, yeah, it was fabulous. That's a gorgeous. I've been to Montreux, which is I think on the other side of Geneva. Mm -hmm. On the other side of the lake, it's it's across the lake from there, but yeah, yeah, so there along the way as well. Um, a little bit of trouble with the language there with um, with Switzerland because you don't know whether they're doing Italian or French or <laughs> I mean, Cashley is really good with the translation things that it does. I mean, that was such a bonus to be a Cashley user and have that translation right on hand when you're doing them, but um. It's, it's good to know what language you're supposed to be looking for. Mm -hmm. uh, so I found a bit of trouble with the labs in Switzerland. Yeah. But what a great place to be, to have, yeah. <laughs> what a great place to have trouble with labs is in Switzerland. I mean, that's yeah. gorgeous over there. I just love, I mean, we, we got to get, Susan and I need to get back to that area because it's, well, she's never been, I mean, well, she's been to parts of, parts of Europe I've never been to and I've been to parts she hasn't, but love yeah. to go back. Uh, so were you finding that you could use – I know you, you did a lot of pre-planning and getting a lot of offline lists. Were you finding that you were using your offline lists a lot or were you able to – because we were talking about data earlier. Mm -hmm. yeah. Were you able to just – like at times, were you able to sort of forget about data – and just use your offline lists and cashly and just kind of keep going. 
Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just used to doing stuff offline now because Kaishli provides that. It's such an easy way to do it. Right. And um, even if you have got um, heaps of data, if you don't have it right where you need it, it's no good, is it? So right. um, I'd download um, where I could, you know, I'm going to a particular area, I'd download uh, to a Kaishli list. Because mm. I was in the car or while I was waiting at the airport, I could filter. I'd use their template filters, which I set up for my goals. You know, I was mm. looking for regular and large or old ones or this particular DT or whatever it was. Right. I'd have my list, and once you have them in an offline list, you oh, can yeah. find that. And then I find a good one, I highlight it, find a couple of good ones, highlight them all, and then I know the ones I – want to target because always limited time and my husband gets impatient and uh, <laughs> and you don't want to waste time doing a trad under a rock when you could, there's a virtual down the road oh yeah absolutely no I, i'm with you on that um okay so then um from geneva what, what where where were we, where are we going from there we bought the train to paris oh wow we spent uh three nights in paris mm -hmm. we used an electric scooter all over town that was fun <laughs> Yep. Hiring the scooters, that was a really good way to get around. And yeah. I, I, don't know about, I don't know about in Australia or, or like we can tell, ask about Paris, but and Jesse, you could tell me about Denver, but in Dallas, it's becoming uh, sort of a major issue that they've basically flooded the streets with these electric scooters. Yeah, they're everywhere. And they're actually trying to come up with some, they're trying to write legislation after the fact yeah. They're trying to get some of them, they're trying to get some of the companies to change the software on some of the scooters so that when it's after certain, like it's after dark, then you can't go, you can't go speeding on. I mean, you can't get up to full speed on the things. Mm -hmm. They want to make it so that it's like you can, you know, it slows them down a lot, but. Yeah. They, is there a lot of them in, in Paris? Are you finding them like anywhere on the street? In Paris and some of the cities we went to, okay. uh, they were a bit of a problem, I think. But um, some countries have banned them. Spain, you won't find one. You won't find them in Italy. Mm -hmm. I bought one myself earlier this year, and I, I thought, well, I think it's a fabulous way to go caching. Yeah. In my car, get it out, down the bike path. Um, yeah. A lot easier than a bike and things. But So I was pretty used to riding one. But it's one thing to ride one in Canberra's dedicated bike path and another thing to get on the roads of Paris. Paris yeah. <laughs> one of the most exciting things I did, I think, was join the traffic in Paris on a scooter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if anybody's never driven in Paris, um, at least in parts of Paris, there could be – it could be two-lane. It, it could be four-lane. It could be eight-lane. It's whatever anybody decides they want it to be. Yeah. Uh, so I can imagine you trying to do a scooter. Yeah. And you've got multi, – I mean, who knows? How, you know, it's like if somebody wants to create a lane, they just create yeah. a lane. <laughs> I did the Douglas Adams thing. You know, I, I found somebody that looked like they knew where they were going, and I, they were going in the direction I wanted to go too. I just followed them. <laughs> and, I it, and then I'd get off and I'd find another scooter to follow. So, <laughs> so they're driving on the wrong side of the road and all sorts of things for me, you know. So oh, yeah. it was a oh, little, yeah. My husband was shocked and appalled when I told him what I'd done. So but yeah. I <laughs> I'm trying to remember. So uh, what, what side of the road do you drive on in Australia? Is it left? Yeah, we drive on the left. Okay. Uh, France is right. 
Yeah. Okay. So, the only place we went where they drive on the left was uh, England, the UK. Right. Everywhere else it was on the right. So you felt more at home. I heard that. Uh, or maybe Malta. Malta maybe was on the left. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. you were in Malta? That was with the cruise. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, we'll get to the cruise in a minute. Man, this is awesome. Uh, that's yeah. A, it's like a trip of a lifetime. That's, it is. It's like that's a lot of planning to go into it, a lot of cashing to do. That's oh, awesome. it took me a long time. But, you know, you with a fella for 40 years, you want to go and do something special. That's the way we looked at it. Wow. Uh, I agree with you. That's, that's a great trip. Yeah. yeah. For a long time for this. And, uh, and then work helped out as well. So just very lucky. Yeah, that is that is yeah incredible. It's like around the world in eight days, and then we were in Paris, and then we were in Malta, and then we were in <laughs> no, uh, yeah, th that th that is incredible. So okay, so I don't want to slow you down. So okay, so Paris after Paris, Paris went to London, three wow. days in London, to and we're big we're big geeks. We, we we had to go to the National History Museum. Mm -hmm. yeah. We went to see a show. So not not so much caging. We did right. some uh, three days in you know some other stuff but we still did some of the main big ones and mm -hmm. went to the Greenwich Mean Time and stood on zero 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 yes very cool yeah, yeah that, that, that was really cool stuff that, like that there's got to be a geocache there right uh, I know that there's a virtual yeah. there's a virtual there and uh, there's a couple of trades around as well yeah okay. very then cool we went back to Italy and um, picked up a hire car in Bergamo and Drove up to Lake Como at the bottom of the Italian Alps now. Okay. Spent some days there, then down to La Spezia on the Cinque Terre coast. Wow. Then we went across to Tuscany and did uh, three days doing the Castella, 10 Castella Geo Tour, which is some of the best caching that I think I did. It's a fabulous Geo Tour. Yeah. Found these 10 medieval castles with oh, a passport. Cool. 25 caches, and at each case you have to answer a question. Often, what elevation are you at? Which was harder than you think sometimes, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just brought up Kitty in the notes or in the banners about yeah. Castella Geotour. In case you're wondering if you want, everybody wants to look it up. Of course, Geotours do have a, a GC number. It's actually a GT number. Yeah. Uh, cash talk. It's GT97. Yeah. For those playing at home, if you want to look it up. So, yeah, tell us a little about, so, um, 10, uh, and they were all castles, is that right? 10 medieval castles, which wow. will take your breath away. And wow. uh, at one stage, uh, Graham Park, Graham would park and I would wander up to the castles and find the caches. He's got some mobility issues. But I said, all right, park here. And I walked all the way up the hill and into the castle, found it, came down, and then we discovered the the um, what is it an um, archway that we, we didn't think the car would fit through we had a little fiat we mm -hmm. pulled the mirrors in and we it was either fit through <laughs> that gap or we had to go all the way up and around and take half a day so we just oh. made sure we fit and you know 10 point hairpin turn turns and all sorts of mm -hmm. as i thought it was crazy driving but it was just beautiful and it took us two days to earn the geocoin wow yeah, yeah. so Actually, there was uh, 25 caches, and you answer questions, too. So that's – Yeah. Wow. Uh, in incredible, though. I mean, that's – you know, what great thinking. Obviously, somebody had it. I mean, that's easy. You had yeah. unbelievable castles. I mean, that's it's, yeah. that's made for a geotour. Yeah. 
It was, and uh, the caching was really good too. Um, imaginative, challenging caches, you know. Mm. Some of them were easy, some, a lot of them weren't. Uh, yeah. So you got good caches and they're in a castle. That's yeah. almost cheating. That's yeah. And, we, and with cache tour, I would, um, I marked out a hotel, uh, the 10, the 25 caches, of course, but then, oh, this place looks like we might get there for lunch because there's not that many, it's not a big tourist area. So lunch mm. here and lunch there and um, where we wow. pick up the passports. And it, I found Cache Tour really helpful in uh, organizing the um, GeoTour days. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you can add the GeoTour in to yeah. Cache Tour. Yeah, and then you can see it all when you open the geocaching.com map, including your castles and where you might have lunch and those waypoints appear as well. Oh, yeah, that is awesome. Yeah, yeah see, I've never, I've never tried that but I'm, i want to try that sometime add a geo tour in the cash tour because it'll yeah. just, it'll populate all that in there yeah yeah it was it, that part was easy it was uh yeah so you did tons of planning ahead of time and, and you kind of adjusted as you went did you over not over plan but um did you plan on or download tons more caches than you actually got to or did you just go for the ones that you planned or how close were the two lists uh well, because I was using Cachely, I could um, I would download for the city or the area, mm -hmm. and then I'd use my filtering. Um, some caches, some of the highlighted caches I really wanted to get uh, that fit my Jasma or Fizzy, or mm -hmm. I'm after regular enlargers, that, that sort of thing. If there was the webcams, mm -hmm. so I tried to identify ahead of time some of the main type cache types or particular caches I wanted. Mm -hmm. But then I just did it on the fly as I was going. Um, did you get most of what you intended to go after, or you just got kind of what you had time for? Because you're yeah. this is not just a caching trip; this is a life trip. But yeah, mostly in Paris, I missed a few. But you know, I think I we often I put too many on the list, don't we? I'm I'm one that does that. Um, yeah, I got, I'm, I'm really happy with what I, I managed to achieve, I think. Yeah. Very cool. With a husband that, um, you know, wants to do other things, and we did a lot of other stuff as well. Well, it sounds like it, and that's, you know, you don't want to miss those opportunities while you're there. You know, there's that's tons of interesting things. Caching kind of fits in between all those, so. That's right. That's right. And, um, yeah, I just found using Cache to Cachely and uh, just made it so easy. It made it mean it meant that I could uh, do some of my planning on on the fly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's good to plan ahead, but also be be flexible enough to. to yeah. So. Yeah. Now, now you did um, in the notes. You have a note about um, you did uh, a land shark land tour and then the land shark cruise. So was that all like uh, one? separate uh trips i guess you could call it or whatever with with land with the land sharks yeah there was an option to do the um pre-tour pre-cruise land tour okay when i thought that we would do mm -hmm. uh it and it was a really great part of the trip i have to say we met um quite a few people um in the land tour like some people were in venice and then more people joined in florence and then even more in rome so we already met some of the caches that were on the cruise before we actually got on board. 
Oh, that's um, awesome. But we just sat the first night day, we sat outside the hotel where we were all in, and there was maybe a dozen of us. You mm -hmm. can smell another geocacia from, I don't know, 300 metres or something, Karch, and it's, we'd already been on Facebook and, and um, you know, we sort of knew each other a little bit, but I yep. could see one lady and I said, you've got to be, you know, this lady that I know, Dee. And, uh, and it was, and, you know, straight into talking and off we went caching, you know. That's so awesome. Great. Yeah. How easy and uh, just, and the Canadians are so laid back and friendly, you know. It was like most of them were Canadians and uh, oh, it was boy. really easy. You know, I've considered doing cruises before, but I never wanted to because it would get in the way of my caching. Right. Um. Yeah, they just made it so easy, you know. And, and when you do the shore excursions, you've got a bunch of people to hire a bus with or whatever. Yeah. 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 My son went on, when he went on his honeymoon, they went to Venice and uh, a little bit over into Switzerland as well. But um, they loved Venice. And it's sad what's, of course, yeah, it's very, uh, the water's definitely rising in Venice. But uh, how is the, I, of course, he's not a geocacher. He'll find caches. Mm -hmm. Of course, we always joke about, and he always jokes about, he find them better than anybody. And he's actually pretty good at it. He wish he would do it more often, but he doesn't. But um, how are the caches actually in Venice? I mean, it's such a, uh, obviously they got to be fairly small, but did you find anything that really stands out? Yeah. In, in Venice got, or? or? We, we got there before the big water rising. I think we just got there in the nick of time, actually. Right. Focused, I focus on the earth caches and the virtuals. Okay. Um, but we did do, I did do a wonder, and some of them were like in crevices in the yeah. wall. Quite oh, hard. I think, uh, I think hopefully most of them will be okay. Okay. Um, cool. Getting to them now, I think, trying to cross bridges and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they put platforms down, all that now. It's kind of sad that they're, hopefully they can work out some, some way to salvage that. But yeah, yeah. he loved going to Murano and. Yeah. Glass. I mean, he, uh, I know, like you said, it's, you, you, uh, we haven't gotten to the other parts yet, but, um, you know, that's something that you, uh, when you look back at it, um, do you feel like that you, of course, your husband was wanting you to, but do you feel like that you balanced your geocaching well with your sightseeing? Yeah, yeah, I think so. My, I, I think I, if I can, if I get ten caches one day, it, that's a crazy day caching with I'm traveling with uh, my husband. So I think mm -hmm. I averaged about five or six. Some mm -hmm. days I got a lot more, um, and uh, other days, you know, we we just got a few and and concentrated on the tourist spots. Or there's so much to see, so much to do, oh, yeah. to eat. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so much to eat. Well, that's a, that's almost for another show too. We can talk about all the different food. Oh my gosh, different different, different things you can get. Yeah. Uh, so how much time? Because I've been to Rome, and again, you don't feel like I mean, you feel like you spend a, a week there and not see everything. But did you? Was that your first trip to Rome? And did you? Obviously, it'll be a whirlwind one way or the other. But did you spend a day there, or we spent uh, initially on the. The land cruise, I think we spent three nights there. Okay. And after the cruise, we came back to Rome and we spent one more night. So oh, we had like four full days there. Oh, but I was early, yeah. up early. I'm, I had a met a friend, uh, one of the Canadian ladies, kayak lady, um, 
and uh, walks a lot. I don't know if they're watching, uh, but we um, went out early, six o'clock. We're up hitting the streets because you can get out before all the tourists, you know. Right. Oh, yeah. And, uh, it's cooler and it wasn't too hot while we were there, but I'm prepared to get up early to do my caching and then fit the tour in afterwards. Right. And that's, that's the kind of cacher I am. Exactly. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Did you have any run-ins with the local law enforcement? No. I yes. do have a hobby where I like to get photos with policemen. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's one of the things I do. And strangely enough, my new mate, uh, Dee, she said, that's what I do too. So we would get photos with them. Right. I think uh, one of the ladies got, uh, there was a problem Question. with pickpockets at times. Oh. Uh, lost a lot of money uh, at oh the no. And uh, my husband lost his wallet in Barcelona, but didn't have much money, and it wasn't too much of a problem right at the end of our trip. Mm. So quick, you know, it's amazing. You have to really be careful of the pickpockets in the, the big places. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't know if you had any that would come up, you know, like we've, we've all I don't know if we've all experienced it, but at least with maybe not even with um, with law enforcement, but you'll have somebody come up and go, hey, what are you doing? Because even uh, if you try to look inconspicuous, sometimes there's no way around it. And so <laughs> yeah, we, we did at um, St. Mark's Square in Venice, actually, there was a trad hidden in what part of the side of the building and uh, uh. somebody climbed up onto the seat or something to get it and they rushed over and they he passed it to me i had it in my hand and they right. thought they taking bits off the building or something and they're oh, like oh yeah it's a geocache and they were okay in the end but they certainly were onto us very quickly right yeah wow yeah so uh let's talk a little bit about the actual um the the land sharks actual tours 13 days, 10 port, 10 ports. Yeah. yeah. There's about 70 cashers that were part of, uh, part of your group. That's incredible. That's, yeah, that's an interesting trip already. Yeah. That's a trip in itself, let alone. <laughs> yeah. Because when we weren't, uh, on, at, on shore doing a, like a city tour, which focused on, uh, the tourist and cultural bits. And then we'd get together after the, had a lot of time in the ports to get together afterwards and break into groups and, Go for the you know the caches around uh, each port. Right. We were on the ship and uh, you know having drink you know have a drink with people. You have dinner together every night if you want, and usually ended up doing that. Um, they have an eight o'clock meeting every night down the back of the ship where we talk about you know what we'd done that day, what what went right, what went wrong, and what we're doing tomorrow. How was easy talking to other caches? That was um, right. Yeah, that's awesome. So. Um, uh, in case people are wondering, if they want to take a look, it, it was the Holland America, the Conningham was the Conningdam. Yeah, was the was the was the was the ship. What overall uh, did you did you think that was a good cruise ship or? Well, it was my first, but I tell you, I've never had such excellent service in my life. Mm. Uh, I have a Philippine crew. Um, cool. Entertainment on board was excellent. Food. Uh, look, I put on. I don't know how you do it, but my husband lost 20 kilos, which I don't know how many pounds it is. I put wow. on five. I don't think there's any justice in the world. <laughs> <laughs> he lost weight eating like eating like a pig, right? <laughs> I had him walking, you know. 
been walking, walking, but I must have been doing some eating as well, I think. <laughs> Great food and um, just really easy, you know, after spending eight weeks of unpacking and packing suitcases and moving mm -hmm. every couple of days, it was fantastic to just leave it to somebody else to do the organising and right. just at eight o'clock to hit that next shore excursion or whatever it was, you know. Yeah, so that's the ground. You got other cashers there. You're meeting up regularly, and yeah, it's all safe and planned out for you. Yeah, yeah, and you just go up to dinner or to you find the bar. There's nobody at that bar. They'll be um, on the top deck, or you know, if you want to, if you want to meet up with people, you do. If you don't, you don't. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was really good. Excellent. Yeah. Going again. Uh, we're planning another trip with them to Alaska. It's yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, let's kind of, yeah, let's, um, well, before I switch gears, uh, Kitty, is there anything else before we talk about uh, sort of things going on next year that you're going to be doing? Uh, is there anything else? Let's kind of wrap up discussion about yeah. um, your incredible trip. Well, I just think um, if anybody else gets a chance, I mean, I know it's um not everybody has that opportunity, but um, you can do it on the cheap way and save a lot of money by cheaper hotels and that sort of thing. And mm -hmm. it's certainly been a life-changing experience for us. Wow. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, you've got some, some great plans and you've got mm -hmm. some other items we're going to mention that aren't really necessarily you may or may not be at, but we, we want to mention several things tonight. But let's talk a little bit about um, some of your plans uh, for next year. Um, you you and you just mentioned that you're going to be going back on one of the land sharks um, trips, and you signed up to go on a uh, the cr cruise to Alaska. Yeah, well, we plan. I plan for. I want to go to Seattle for the celebration. Right. Mm -hmm. and, uh, up to Jill Woodstock at Abbotsford. Yep. And so uh, we tacked on uh, going to Alaska at the end of uh, Gia Woodstock, up oh, to Vancouver, yeah. and up to Alaska and Denali with the land sharks, yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah, that'll be great. And have, um, you know, I know they'll plan some incredible uh, on uh, excursions, you know. Yeah. They're, yeah. That's great, yeah. I think even if you get one case in some of the ports, that's enough. You just want to um, tick that box. I'm not sure exactly what they have planned yet. Right. But, um, Alaska's been on my bucket list for a long time. and. Uh, oh, yeah. For a lot of us that are even closer, it's still on our bucket list too. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so there's a uh, – it's a, uh, there's a couple things um, – Alaska plus optional Denali land tour that you're going to be going, like you said, going on in August. Um, they have a trip in January coming up. I, it's probably too late maybe for people to sign up, but there's a Western uh, Caribbean trip they've got. There might be room. I don't know. You'd have to check with, with the land sharks. Um, I'll put up their, um, uh, their link real quick, but uh, yeah, Chris and Helen, they're, they're great. Um, Good people, um, and um, you might want to check. Uh, let's see. Oh, how about that? Let me let me delete a couple of things. We'll put that up again. Interesting, 
Hey, there's a there's a there's a limit, Jesse, on banners. We got too many banners. Oh, look at that. Well, we learned something new every day. We learned something new. Well, we got a bunch to delete later on. That's okay. Uh, yeah, travel.landsharks.ca in case anybody's interested. Uh, make a note and tell them that you heard it from us. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll help uh, in the communications and let them know that we are uh, kind of throwing throwing some interest their way. So I'll leave that up for a moment. Uh, okay. Uh, so, so Kitty, like you're talking about, um, oh, uh, the Alaska tour, they've got a Panama Canal mm-hmm. uh, tour, Atlantic to the Pacific Adventure. That's February of 2021. So you've got time to plan for that. Um, but let's kind of switch again, and let's talk about some megas that are coming up uh, uh, down under. Down under. Down under. Twenty twenty is a big year. There's so much going on. Yeah. Gonna, I can't. I can't attempt the a good Australian accent. But yeah, and you probably shouldn't. I probably shouldn't. <laughs> well, hey, uh, we get Craig on here, and Craig will do. He'll do a Southern accent. So if I if he can if he's allowed to do a Southern accent, and I'm allowed to do an Aussie. So, but there anyway, you go. But I won't because that seems I, fair. <laughs> I won't do it. Uh, but uh, let me. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple different ones here um, in case people are interested. And I think you should be interested. There is this one geo venture 2020 GC 82 Dan difficulty Altoid nature GC 82 Dan. And they got some, they got some great GCs by the way, Jesse, I don't know if you noticed the, they, they, they grabbed up some great, great, great GCs, but, uh, that one is April 10th through the 13th, mm-hmm. and that is in Millicent. Yeah. Did I say that right? Okay. Yeah. Millicent in South Australia, uh, about halfway between Melbourne and Adelaide on the South Austri- Australia coast. You're kind of down that way, right? A little bit? Wow. It's about a, it's going to be a two day drive, I think. Oh, wow. Really that long? Wow. Yeah, I lose track. Even even though I know Australia is huge, I mean, if people don't really take a look and see how big Australia is, like the U.S., but um, it's 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 a it's a uh, it's a big country. Whereas, uh, I guess uh, a lot of us growing up had the old Mercator maps, and when you get anything that's when you expand, you know, you you misshape a a globe mm-hmm. onto a map. Sometimes you lose perspective on how big uh, mm-hmm. countries are. But um, so we we're talking yesterday because they've just put out a uh, where I go geo trail. Oh boy. Oh, yeah. And oh, so boy. I'm thinking if we leave early and drive all the way through, we'll have a day for the where I goes, you know, uh, so uh, then- Whole day for where I goes. I mean, kitty, really, you don't need to do that. If you need anything else. You're pretty good. <laughs> You had to do it, didn't you, Kitty? That'd be fun. Well, I think I'd have to go down there and check that out. <laughs> but um, you're in uh, Canberra, right? Yep. But in in general, that's sort of southeast part of Australia. That's right. We're, we're between Sydney and Melbourne. Right. Maine. Right. Uh, so that's that's really that's uh, that's really cool. So that's uh, in April. And then uh, Oz Geomuster 2020. I'll bring that up on the thing. That's in July. So you got a little. There's a little break in there. You come. May is perfect for Mingo then because you got an opening there. 
uh, for folks if they want to do that. Um, but um, um, th this one, this one is like th they do. And have you got the you got your banner or uh, your your thing behind you there, Kitty about Oz Geo Muster, yeah. right? Right yeah. there in the corner. That was the 2018 Oz Geo Muster. Is that pretty much every year? It has been. I mean, I see Michelle started it. Uh, I think he, he was in the committee for the first one, 2018, last year. Uh, happened again in Wollongong this year, and we had um, uh, had a lot of fun in Wollongong. And uh, it's it's run by the New South Wales Geocaching Astro uh, Association. Oh, cool! Which is another one of our states. Yeah. So um, South Australia does uh, Millicent, and uh, New South Wales is puts on the Oz Geomaster. And so far, this will be the third one next year. Oh, cool. Kempsey. Kempsey, yeah. You ever it's a been small to... town, um, quite a few hours north of Sydney. Oh, cool. Not too big. I'd be held in the showground. And, uh, That's nice. Get away yeah. from the city a little bit. Yeah. You know, uh, sometimes you want to, sometimes you want, at least I do, sometimes you want to go to a location that's not maybe a major city. I mean, I, I love the, the Denver Geo, the, the Gen, Denver Geo Woodstock. I've, I've mentioned that not just because Jesse's on, but I really did love the Denver uh, Geo Woodstock and, but it's nice to go to a place like Rome, Georgia. And I know you've been, mm -hmm. you've been to Rome, Georgia, right? Yeah, that's right. That, yeah. And we've tried to um, uh, put the focus on people like they do at Rome. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, we both, Jesse and I, were big are now big fans of going caching. That was mm -hmm. a, a lot of fun. And Ro Rome is a sure. little, Rome's a fun little town. Yeah. Uh, we do want to mention uh, a couple other ones because uh, this one came up with the um, when we had the Curious Kiwis on mm -hmm. last week, which is the New Zealand Mega. Of course, it's like down the street for them, so it's not. <laughs> yeah. It's not a trip for the Kiwis. They're like. It's, but anyway, no, that's still good. I love their GC for this is GC eight seven 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 seven. Yeah, couldn't have couldn't have come up with a better GC code. It's easy to remember. Um, but uh, that's the New Zealand Mega uh, next year. Uh, that's in October of next year. In case you're wondering, it's in uh, South Auckland, uh, of course, on the North Island of New Zealand. But uh, that's October 23rd through 26th next year. Yeah. Uh, New Zealand. And then um, you've got. And if you come this far to come to Australia, you have to go to New Zealand or vice versa. Yeah. Right. And uh, well worth making the, taking the time if you can to get over and see them. Yeah. I, of course, we talked to them about it a little bit because apparently I'm the only person. Uh, that has any interest in Lord of the Rings. I know Jesse doesn't, but. Uh, <laughs> well, North Island then. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. I, I went on a jet boat ride when I went there to the last mega, and then on the bus back, the guy had a display folder, and he held up a, a picture of uh, something out of Lord of the Rings, Isengard, for example. Oh, wow. And in front of you is the mountain where they've superimposed Isengard on the mountain. Um, Right, your own location, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you're a, a big Lord of the Rings nerd like I am, you followed the fact that, and they did a great job of 
I think the only one, the only thing that's well, one of the few things that's left. A lot of it's on uh, we're on Sound Studio, but um, uh, Hobbiton is still, I think, there. Yeah, you can see that. But they did some cool things where they built, um, they 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 build like um, they built in a certain area, um, you know, for the horse riding uh, uh, folk, and they built it, and then they. Uh, with the agreement with the with the New Zealand folks, it's in like a conserved air, conservative conservation conservation area. Yeah, and they did it in such a way they could basically collect everything back up and leave it exactly the way it was before. They sort of planted their little studio, you know, little uh, sets, and then they just put it pick, picked it all back up afterwards. So yeah. that's um, that's really cool um, to see. But it just it's gorgeous. You know, there's there's so many neat things to see down in Australia and New Zealand that, you know, it's just a, an incredible area of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, one more um, that we want to mention, and then we'll kind of switch gears again and talk about something else. But um, there's this one. Tell us a little bit about the, is it Whittlesea? Whittlesea is a um, oh, town, a town. I don't think it's a city, town, city, uh, about an hour's north of Melbourne. So this oh, okay. is by the state of Victoria's geocaching association. Oh, very cool. Their sixth one, I think. Oh, and, uh, every every year it moves to another part of the state of Victoria. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, from one year it'll be um, in the city, like the city of Melbourne or one of the big cities, and then it moves uh, out into a more rural area. So, oh, okay. This would be another one of um, you know we usually have them over like four days. Mm-hmm. You know, one day to come to an Australian mega. It's held, it starts often Thursday night and it'll go through sometimes to mon- at least Monday, if not Tuesday, on a long weekend. And um, yeah, we ha- we held an event at Easter this year and it went for 10 days. Just- <laughs> 10 days. Now that's what I'm talking about. That's a mega. That's rocking a mega right there. The Grey Nomads, Nomads got in on the Monday and we started the events that Monday night, you know, and it wow. went through and they were still there a week later, you know. <laughs> Sweet. It, yeah, so you get to meet people, you know. Oh, um, yeah. And well, uh, really get to, you know, go out caching and, and mm-hmm. get to know people and it makes for a great community, you know. Oh, um, yeah. That's, we, that's what we love about it. I mean, we, we uh, some of the some of the best times that I can remember are always, you know, with some kind of group. I mean, uh, we got to do just a couple, at least I did. Jesse did a lot more geocaching with, with groups, uh, at going caching. I got, I came in kind of late, mm-hmm. but I was able to, but again, got to hang out with people for a couple of days and we did a few the day I was headed back. We did some where I goes. Can you believe it? Kitty, we're doing where I goes. I see a trend. Uh, but no, it was fun. It was right after our, our little meet and greet with the patrons. And we went out mm-hmm. and um, had a great time. And, um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of what, what it's all about when you, when you go to some of these, but you know, you know, we, we highlighted megas tonight because uh, we, we are huge supporters and we, we hope that people who have never been uh, will, will venture out and get to a mega somewhere or an event somewhere yeah. uh, and really en- enjoy. I think people don't really 
or it's hard for people. I know I've talked to people who were like, I'm kind of, they were sort of uh, apprehensive. I told them about, you know, like Geo Woodstock, they're going to come to Geo Woodstock, but they were like, I'm not sure about crowds and all that. It's like, well, you don't have to really enjoy necessarily all the crowds, but you can sort of link up with four or five other people or two or three or whatever and go out together. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's always wonderful. The community uh, is a whole different aspect of geocaching. Not everybody that's mm-hmm. their favorite part, but you're missing out if you don't at least give it a try and see if you, see if you might like the community part of it. Yeah, yeah. no, no, I agree. Yeah. Uh, I love caching and then I found the community and, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, it's my passion now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, that is incredible. Wow. That's a, that's, that's, that's a lot we've packed in there. In, that's a huge uh, trip there. Yes. And we're, um, we only scratched the surface I know of, of your trip, but I think we hit some great highlights. Um, what are, as we start to wrap up tonight, um, Kitty, what are some things, that come to mind that you'd like people to know that maybe we didn't haven't talked about yet? Um, well, just, you know, planning is always good and um, case mm-hmm. tour provides such a good way to do it in whatever way you like. I'm, I'm really visual. And so uh, it gives me the a chance to set out what I'm trying to do visually Um Contact people ahead of time in the countries maybe that you're going to. Uh, I contacted some geocaches, some cache owners, um, and um, met up with some people in Paris. We did the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle event thing there. Oh, cool. Some events and met some locals that way. So um, reach out as well. Don't be afraid to to meet and contact the locals because Mm -hmm. we're all a pretty friendly bunch all over the world. (laughs) Yeah, geocachers are always helpful. Oh, yeah. Instant friends. Instant friends. You really do. You have you have a instant uh, instant family wherever you go if you find geocachers. So incredible. Um, I guess Jesse, what are what are some of your thoughts tonight? Um, you know, thank you for coming on. That's a huge trip. It sounds like you had a lot of fun, and congratulations on the anniversary as well. But um, I think she brought up a good point, which is uh, plan ahead, talk to people, but use different planning methods, right? Like she could have just used Cashly or she could have just used Cash Tour or just even GSAC if she wanted to. But yeah. I would say if you're going on a trip anywhere, in any trip, but I mean, especially for like 11 weeks or something, mm-hmm. um, use every different method. The more planning you do ahead of time, the more relaxed you'll be and the more into your whole trip you'll be. You're not going to be thinking that you're missing things. And yeah. you know, all of us cashers are like that. Oh, there could be another one down the road or there's another one down the road. And, you know, do your planning ahead of time so that you know you get what you want. And when you get on the trip, you can you don't have to, to beat up your partner to, to get out there and do everything yeah. you want. You can really enjoy every aspect of the trip. So, yeah, very smart planning there. No, I liked I like Kitty's point, too, and the fact that um, with the planning, she was able to sort of realize, OK, well, there might you know, when you have to make that time decision. And you were talking about earlier about how you're like, well, <clears throat> that tr- that traditional doesn't sound necessarily the best when I can go get a virtual that mm-hmm. you know, there aren't that many virtuals in the world. There are more now than there were, but or an mm-hmm. earth cache or something that's a little different. 
I guess of where I go, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, but, but the planning, if you plan ahead, then you're not scrambling going, we, you know, let's go find a cash. Let's go find whatever. Right. right. Of just finding whatever you're able to go. Okay. I'm, we're going to skip this one and go get these. Cause they're on my list. I know that they're sort of more of a, 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 yeah. a, a higher target than you were having. Mm-hmm. So that, that's a great, a I found it a lot easier with virtuals and earth caches as well. You sort of know what you're up for when you're when you're going for those. Mm-hmm. So you think it's a, an easy trad, and you you know you're still there an hour later looking for the thing. But yeah. if you know, I go, I take a photo, I get this information. It's, it's really quite a good. Uh, you know how much, on average, how much time you're going to spend doing that task. No, earth that's cache, true. Virtual webcam, even the where it goes at times because they often give you a heads up how long they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it's if it's written right, if it's a good one, well, yeah, if, if they follow Jesse's rules and they tell you mm-hmm. how many steps, how many going to be. Um, did you find? And this is really for another show. That's for another show. But um, take a drink. Um, did you find what your experience on Cash Tour? Because I've mentioned this already, and I'll mention it again here in a minute. But did you find that? it did a good job of guesstimating how long a cash should take. Mm. I know they built that in, you know, where it's like, if it's a, a three, two, then it's going to go, okay, well, based on that, it should take you X number of minutes to complete and sort of lays yeah. it out. Are you finding that that's good or. I think a lot of the time it's really good. Uh, if you're doing it, but it depends on what you're doing. Um, okay. You have to use your common sense, I think, with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did uh, a Werrigo Trail in Perth this year, and it gave, I don't know, half an hour more for each Werrigo, but we had pre-worked them out at home before we went, so they were practically traditionals, right? Oh, right. When so right. it said it was going to take us two days to do this, we just went, well, we know it's not. So uh, with the case to timing, you have to kind of use your common sense and say, they probably think a where ago is going to take longer, but we know we've got this one sorted. And mm-hmm. so you can adjust the time yourself as well if, if you want to. No, that's a great point. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, and that's a, it's perfect because I think for traditionals, as far as DTs on traditionals, I think it, it calculates out time pretty well. But yeah. like you said, um, whether it be a virtual or where I go, whatever, I think you can kind of, um, understand how long you that it would take you. Like you said, if you've done some of the homework ahead of time, you could sort of shave some of that time yeah. off. But at least it gives you sort of a general idea, and I guess you can work from there. But that's cool. Yeah, yeah, very no, cool. Yeah, take your uh, phone app is something I use all the time. Mm-hmm. I do. I love it. I love it too. Um, we'll we'll talk more about cash tourists. Uh, you know, uh, periodically because between that project GC and maybe we should get more, more GSAC, but uh, we try to periodically bring up the good tools that we really, uh, we really like and that are useful uh, because uh, you know, I, I think even, you know, we're not, we, we tend to gear our shows to more advanced geocaching, but I think even newbies can, can kind of follow along and, you know, yeah. figure out where we're going with some of these, but cool. All right. Well, I think, uh, I think we've hit it. 
Thank you so much, uh, Kitty. That was uh, that was a lot of fun. A lot uh, and such a great trip. I'm glad we got to sit down and and talk and uh, uh, get to do the show uh, on uh, your Monday. <laughs> yeah, Monday lunchtime. Getting Monday hungry. lunchtime. <laughs> but uh, no, Thanks for having me on and letting me talk about the, the trip and um, absolutely. Yeah. No, it was great. Thank you so much. Thank thank you so much for working around some of the timing and uh, it, it, it did, it worked out great. Thank you so much. So, all right, let me uh, mention a couple things and we'll do our outro video. Um, so we've got um, patron parties this, this Saturday. Uh, we'll be recording it for patrons. So if they want to see it later, they can next week, we're going to have on uh, Vince Rowe, uh, a friend of ours who um, he goes by TT, Oh, two. I think his wife's TTO one. Uh, I'll I'll save my Vince Rowe story for 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 next week because I got a fun fun story. But we got to see them, Jesse. Remember we we, we did get seen last week at, or last year at uh, or this year uh, at uh, at the maze. Mm-hmm. They're involved with the GPS maze and a lot of other things. But uh, next week we're going to talk about the well-rounded geocaching cacher because. He has done at least, and we'll get the whole numbers and everything next week, 151 fizzy loops. That's wild. <laughs> exactly. Kitty's like, woo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool in Australia. <laughs> yeah. That's so uh, we'll get to hear the whole story about uh, his planning too, as well, and, and why he's, uh, he's passionate about being a well-rounded geocacher that's next week and then after that we're done for the year jesse and i woo, we're we're off of the podcast for uh no there will be no podcast on the 22nd or the 29th the next time we come back i think it's the fifth mm-hmm. yeah so one to, to do the holidays and yep do all that stuff yeah yep uh, re-gear up for next year. We've got a huge 2020 plan. Oh gosh, so much. Oh, and it's more than you can imagine. So yeah, give the give the show a thumbs up if you could. Oh, thanks, Julie. 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 She says great show. Thank you. She's she seems like a, a great uh, mate for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so friends. So a friend doesn't matter if they're a boy or would you call you would you call like craig which is he's a nut but would you, other than a nut would yeah, you call, he's, a mate. he's a mate okay yeah, yeah. a lot of geocaching mates a lot of geocaching. <laughs> uh yeah so that's great uh all right let me do our outro video and we'll wrap up tonight where are you Outro video. We got so much stuff in here now from from the show. All right, here we go. Folks, we hope you've enjoyed the show tonight as well as our new format. Please email us your comment at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The show can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, or Spotify, as well as at the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click that subscribe button below and ring that bell notification so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And tell your friends about the show. Get them involved with us in the chat room. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go geocaching. All right. Thanks again, Kitty. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thanks.